Come on in, y'all. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to Rosie on the House. For those of you Rosie on the House insiders, you got your newsletter on Thursday in your email box, and it kind of tipped you off on everything we were going to cover. Did you miss last hour we were talking desert fruit trees? Well, it's a great hour with a lot of tremendous information. This hour, we've brought in an air conditioning specialist, and we're going to talk about when is it time to invest in new air conditioning units. Buying, shopping, and researching air conditioning equipment is more complicated now than it has ever been, and you're going to find out why right here this hour at Rosie on the House. In the 10 o'clock hour, we're going to throw the phone lines open. Any question you've got about your house, home, castle, or cabin, we'll put our 48 years of building and remodeling Arizona homes to work for you to give you free tips, tricks of the trade, name brands of materials that we've learned to trust that work well in our state of Arizona. That's all for you, the Arizona homeowner. It's just a few of the things we do at Rosie on the House to continue to earn the position of being every Arizona homeowner's best friend. You can join the conversation at one 767 4348 And I would tell you, if you're even thinking about a new air conditioner or getting your air conditioner serviced, or you know somebody that's thinking about it, you've got to do them a favor, call them and tell them to tune in now because there's going to be information on this topic you will not get anywhere else on the planet than right here at Rosie on the House. So we've invited a special guest in that has a particularly insightful perspective on this topic, Mr. Todd Russo. From Rias. Todd, again, welcome back to the studio, my friend. Thanks for having me, Rosie. Oh, and, uh, you know, we can, Todd and I can always go back and forth and talk about air conditioning. And usually when we've got a guest coming in, I call them on Wednesday afternoon, Thursday, or late Friday afternoon. <laughs> Saturday <laughs> morning, driving in. Saturday into the morning, studio. driving yep. in. Uh, do, is there anything in particular? You know, let's, let's go over it. And, and Todd peeled my eyes open in our 10-minute conversation yesterday. There is so much information to share. We've got to get right to it. But again, if you've got a question about air conditioning, I couldn't encourage you more to get on the line right now. one 767 So the question stands, what do I need to consider? And when is it time to consider a new air conditioning unit? A miserable July. Yeah, yeah, hottest July. I mean, hottest summer in history. Todd, I, I say if your air conditioner made it through July, just forget about it till next summer. Yeah, well, unfortunately, <laughs> that's one way to look that's at it. That's one way uh, to look at it. You know, every year we have people say, well, I'm going to let it go one more summer. And, and what always ends up happening, which is kind of frustrating for us and frustrating the consumer, is then we circle back around a year later and they say, wait a second, why is it 12% higher oh, this yeah. year than last year? Oh, man, 14%. Oh, and unfortunately, with air conditioning, like everything else, it, every year it goes up. I mean, I, we were here last year, right? And since last year, the price of air conditioning went up seven to nine percent in September. It went up seven to nine percent at the end of the year, and then we just got wow. another price increase in, over the summer of seven to nine percent. So, 
you know, we were here this time last year. Let me add that year. up. That's 20 to 30% in a yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. There was one 18-month... Oh, unless you compound it, then it's yeah. 25 to 30. Right, exactly. <laughs> so there there was one 18-month period of time where air conditioning equipment went up 42%. Oh, yeah. man. So if you... if. It's funny because, you know, I just did one air conditioning it's equipment funny. sales. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair, fair. Uh, I need to be the equipment seller. <laughs> this year, actually, ironically, was the lowest percentage of equipment replaced in the last five to seven years. People well, I want to talk about, uh, that's good news, but I want to talk about some of the specific technological advancements that are being made available Based on something you and I talked about a year ago right here in this studio. Yeah, so a year ago we discussed uh, the Inflation Reduction Act and some of the benefits that were coming out with that. Unfortunately, some of those programs are still in limbo. Ironically, a year later, the government just released the criteria for states to put some of those lower income or income contingent programs in place. So the states are just now – it was ironically last week where they announced the criteria. So they're just starting to put the programs together. So hopefully – you know, call it six or nine months, we actually see some of those income contingent programs coming live. Okay. Uh, which is disappointing. You know, it shouldn't take 18 to 24 months to get programs on the ground, but it is the U.S. government. It is, so. it is what it is. <laughs> uh, but there are programs in place that, that are available today. Uh, and so what happened was the Inflation Reduction Act came out. They created these incentives. Uh, then the government didn't give anybody any criteria. Uh, so we everybody was excited about it. And then the first of the year came, and none of the equipment really qualified. Only the hyper-expensive equipment qualified. So the manufacturers had to, you know, press reset, retool, and design equipment that met the criteria of the U.S. government to, wow. to, to take care of, you know, to qualify for some of these tax incentives and make them affordable and products that people will actually buy. Okay. And so we did this last July, uh, excuse me, June, uh, Train re- released a product that I, I think is probably the, I, I call it the, the best value in air conditioning. Because what they did is they designed a product that meets all the criteria, gets you the rebates and the incentives gives you the functionality that you want as a homeowner, but doesn't give you so much functionality that you'll never use that you're paying $25,000 for an air conditioning. Let's let's touch on that just a minute. So when the Inflation Reduction Act passed last year, Mm -hmm. it had stipulations that if in replacing your equipment, you got to this benchmark, there would be some incentives and credits available. The problem with those benchmarks (laughs) is the equipment was so expensive that even with the rebates and the credits they were hard to justify yeah so two things happened number that, one they changed that equipment had too many things built into it am i am that's, i reading that fair. right that's fair and two things happened number one they changed the standards of how they tested it so nobody had run their equipment through the testing protocol yet okay and then they changed the benchmark of, of what that standard was and so the only equipment that qualified was the top-of-the-line, top-of-the-line equipment, which is very expensive and had a lot of functionality that some homeowners just don't need. Okay. So this new product that, that I call the, the best value in air conditioning, the XV-17 train, it hits all of the benchmarks without going too far. So they made it affordable, if you will. So you, I, I recently did some market analysis, and maybe we should talk a little bit about that functionality before we get into pricing. But uh, – in essence, when we look at air conditioning and we size an air conditioning unit to 110 degrees outside, 75 indoors, which is kind of ironic because it gets a lot hotter in 110 out here. Yeah. Right? So we size it to that. The air conditioning system has to keep your house a certain temperature when it's 110, 115 degrees outside. The challenge with that is every time it's not 115 degrees outside at evenings and you know early June, May, sure. April. The shoulder seasons. Are, yeah, the shoulder seasons. The systems are oversized. And so what happens is they short cycle. 
So short cycling is a challenge because air conditioning units, especially single stage piece of equipment, they'll use seven to 10 times more electricity when they start up. An air conditioning unit needs to run a decent amount of time to remove the humidity from the air. Air conditioning systems do two things. They remove heat, they remove humidity. If you don't remove the humidity, it feels warmer in your house than it actually is. It's not as comfortable. So we, this single stage equipment turns on at 100% speed or shuts off. Uh, so the industry came out years ago with two-stage equipment, which basically means it'll run at 70% capacity and 100% capacity. Obviously, big improvement. A few years back, we the industry rolled out inverter technology, which basically is a modulating or variable speed air conditioning system. Uh, historically, they've been very expensive. Uh, they'll, the, the lines that were out previous to the XV-17, the train systems, they ran at 750 speeds. So you can imagine your house is wildly more comfortable because it maintains that temperature consistently and ramps up and ramps down based on demand. It's only drawing the power it needs to deliver the comfort level being asked for in the house. Right. You're, you're just not over-engineered. I'll never forget in the 70s coming into the remodeling world. It was one of my very first clients, 70, 78, 79. We had a, a retiring doctor uh, from Minneapolis. And, and all, all he knew that he wanted to do was put the biggest air conditioner. If I'm going to move to Phoenix, I want the biggest air conditioner. I said, well, I'll have to go commercial to get to the size. You're- That's okay. That's what I want. And, and we did it because we didn't know any better. Yeah. Oversizing well, equipment is horrible for so- your comfort level, your energy bill, and the purchase price for all those reasons. It's horrible. Yes, and lots of wear and tear on the equipment. Uh, so to your point, like let's say hypothetically your house needs a five-ton air conditioning unit in July. Well, in the evening in July, it doesn't need a five-ton air conditioning right. It needs a four-ton. And in May, it needs a three-ton, right? So unfortunately, when you only have five-ton speed, it's going to turn on, it's going to turn off, it's, and what's going to happen is you're going to see elevations in the temperature. So the thermostat's going to be satisfied. You've got, your, you got it set at 75. It's going to satisfy to 75. Your house is going to get warmer. The thermostat's going to say, hey, it's 79 now. Turn back on. It's going to immediately bring it back down to 75. Then it's going to go back up to 79. Then it's going to off, and back on, on. off and on, off, off and on, off and on. How much more electricity does it take to start a compressor uh, than to run a compressor? Seven to ten times. Seven to right. ten times. So every so people call me and come, my air conditioner's running all afternoon. I said, good. It's supposed to. Perfect. Yeah. If, it's, if it's July, it's supposed to. If yeah. it's turning on and turning off, you're really oversized in July. And you're paying a lot of money yes. to your utility company. You don't need to. Right. It's it's a car you know, going downhill on the freeway versus you know, stop and go traffic uphill you know, in the city. Yeah. So that's that, the easiest comparison I can say. Uh, so, you know, the variable speed technology, what's great about it is if your house needs 2.2 tons of air conditioning at the time to maintain 75, and it gets up to 76, it's going to bring it down to 75, and then it's going to stay at 75, and that's just what it's going to be. It's that's, also going to br- remove, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's also going to remove all the humidity and keep the humidity where you want. And then, you know, I, I, I'll use the example of a ceiling fan. Like, ceiling fans don't make your house more, don't, don't make uh, your house any cooler. It's just the, the feeling of air hitting your skin makes you feel more comfortable. So you think that the house is cooler when in reality you're just getting air on your skin. Well, when your unit is running all the time at a lower speed, you get that sensation of air on your skin where you feel more comfortable. Accomplishes uh, the same thing. Similar, right? So all right. that's the best way I could give you an analogy to it. Todd, we've, we've got calls loading up here, and Patrick in particular wants to question some questions, on you, questions for you on some mini split systems. Okay. So, Patrick, you hang tough. Hang tight. 
uh, all of you others that are online, Jennifer will get your name and your question. We'll put you on as quick as we can. one 767 4348 We've just begun to scratch the surface on the what level of research is necessary in buying or shopping a new air conditioner. Don't go anywhere. This conversation could save you thousands and thousands of dollars and increase your home's comfort just by staying tuned in to Rosie on the House. In the cool, cool, cool of the evening, tell them I'll be there. In the cool, cool, cool of the evening, save your pappy a chair. There you go. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. I'll repeat my invitation. If you are even considering shopping, researching, and getting estimates for new air conditioning equipment, you need to be tuned in this hour because there's going to be new revelatory information you've got to know that you're just not going to hear any other place than right here at Rosie on the House. We're here with Todd Russo from Rias. Todd, we've got a question. We've got Patrick calling in and has a question for you. Let's bring Patrick into the conversation and see if we can help him out. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning. Hey, Rosie, first of all, I'd like to thank you and your wife for all your help. Um, okay. My question is, thank I'm, you. <laughs> I'm putting in a, I'm putting in multiple split systems uh, in my house uh, to replace the air conditioning that was destroyed in the fire. Um, I originally had a five ton unit, which I had just replaced six months before our fire. <laughs> and um, what I'm looking at right now is I'm, I'm using the DC inverter systems. And I, I was curious to know how much is overkill on BTUs. So if a room calls for 20,000 BTU and I'm doing 24 or 26 or 28, how much is too much? For well, my, we got the right guy. <laughs> we got the right guy in the studio because I would not be able to answer that room by room. Todd, how would you help Patrick? So uh, municipalities suggest or th- their rules for building codes say you can't go over fifteen percent. But that that is assuming you know every type of air conditioning, you know, like a single stage or a two stage or a variable. You with the, the inverted technology you have, it is possible to oversize them, but you're not going to. You've got a lot of wiggle room, so I would say a safer. I would definitely not size it more than twenty five percent above what's required. Uh, I think if you're at that twenty percent range, now again, you know, not you know, with the VRF systems you're talking about, there's there's a lot of sizing, right? You have a twelve k, a fifteen k, an eighteen k. There's a lot of variables that are that are available to you. Uh, so you know, if you kept it at twenty percent above, you'd be fine. Okay. Now I've got a question for you. Uh, when I, when I do a multi-head system, and I know you've done some custom homes, that the entire house was mini-splitting. Uh, what do you do for air filtration in those? Uh, you can put filter bases behind them, or you can use conventional um, you know, filter grills. Um, okay. I think you're talking about the non-ducted versions. So like yes. The wall. They do have filters in it, but it's, it, you have limited options there. They don't have good quality filters in them. Okay, so you've got to supplement that air. You can do an inline. Home. You can do an inline system. You can do an ERV system. You okay, know, like an inline fresh air system. So All right. 
All right. Well, thanks for taking that question and answering. Uh, Mini splits have certainly made major inroads into the remodeling industry the last 10 years, for sure. They're great systems. They are great systems. So let's go back. How about folks that can't get a hold of you right now? Maybe they're not in a position to be able to call in right now. Yeah, if you have any questions, you can feel free to email us at service at reeis.com. So service at reeis.com. You can also just go to reeis.com. There's plenty of form fields. You can go there. Uh, if you are considering shopping for an air conditioning unit, we just put a train comparison under our specials page called train offers. Okay. Uh, so you can look at different functionality and different prices and what the incentives are. And, you know, right now we're running some great incentives. Um, you know, if you capture the uh, manufacturer rebates, the utility rebates, the tax credits, we're seeing top of the line air conditioning systems that run around $20,000 being discounted by as much as $8,000. So we're seeing right now today... Our offers are on the higher end equipment that runs about twenty grand now. We're selling them for eleven to twelve thousand dollars. So homeowners, with the IR, with the Inflation Reduction Act in place, and manufacturers designing equipment to meet the benchmarks, you're now buying very near absolute top of the line equipment at. The base, the base equipment rate. Yeah. So with all the price this increases, is huge. yeah. So with all the price increases we've seen over the last three years, you know, a, a standard piece of equipment used to cost five thousand dollars. Right. A single stage equipment we're seeing in our market analysis is going for anywhere from nine to twelve and a half thousand dollars. A two stage piece of equipment is costing fourteen to seventeen thousand. A variable speed piece of equipment is costing nineteen to twenty five thousand. Uh, if you go to one of these private equity consolidators, you could add five thousand dollars to all yeah, the prices. Right. 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 <laughs> but as you move up the functionality and the efficiency and the improved comfort of these systems, the incentives increase. So on basic equipment, we're seeing incentives at about $2,000. Uh, in middle equipment, about 4000 On high-end equipment, we're seeing 8000 So right now, if you bought a single-stage piece of equipment, you're a little crazy because you can get that – for about another 1000 bucks. you can get the top-of-the-line piece of equipment. So we're seeing variable speed piece of equipment selling for eleven dollars to $12,000. And this there. is a window of opportunity. Is, is there a is – a, when, when does this window close? So we're – so the, the manufacturer rebates just came out at the end of this at uh, it's in September first. So we're rolling them out right now. Okay, uh, our, we're doing a promotion end of the summer promotion. So those just kicked out. So you know we're going to run it probably through October. I think we'll okay. start to see end of October. We'll start to see a lot of these promotions. How would someone get a hold of Rias by phone? Four eight zero nine six nine seventy five hundred. All right, air conditioning information you're not going to get anywhere else but here, right here, Rosie. On now, stay tuned for more. Continuing our conversation on the House Hour with Todd Russo of Rius Air Conditioning, you had mentioned, you know, up to up to eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and the topic of today is when to invest in a new air conditioning unit. And you started the hour by talking about how much the price increase from last year over this year. You know, that's a lot of, of money there. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, what you're going to save on your air conditioning bill needs to get factored into that as well because you're running much more efficient but what you're going to save probably isn't going to add up to eight eight (laughs) thousand dollars well 
Yeah, so... The, so how do I get to that number? <laughs> so, again, the, the incentives that are available to buy new air conditioning, they obviously increase with uh, the better performing equipment. So not all units going to qualify... Not every unit is going to qualify for eight. Some of them qualify for more than 8000 But that's a series of manufacturer rebates, utility rebates, tax incentives, promotional discounts, uh, those sort of things. So when it comes to energy savings, uh, you know, it, it's funny. It's perfect and perfect story to tell. I had a friend... He, his air conditioning broke. Steve calls me and says, hey, look, my air conditioner is 15 years old. I'm just going to fix it. It's 1700 bucks to fix it. I said, Steve, what are you doing? Your air conditioning is 15 years old. He's like, well, why would I buy a new one? I said, well, let me explain this to you, Steve. You're going to be living in your house a little longer, right? He said, yeah. I said, I said you probably have an air conditioning bill for that five-ton air conditioning. That It's probably 2500 bucks a year it costs you to run that air conditioning unit. I said, if you bought this new air conditioning unit, you're going to save more than half of that every year. So if you're going to live there for 10 years and the unit net of incentives is going to cost you $12,000 and you're going to invest $1,700 just to fix it today and it's going to break again in the next 10 years and you're going to invest another $1,500, I said your cost of operation living there is going to be somewhere in the sixteen dollars or $17,000 more over 10 years than if you bought a new unit. Your new unit's not going to break down. It's going to come with a warranty and it's going to use half the electricity. So as you save $12,000, you know, a thousand to twelve hundred bucks a year on your energy bill, it's going to pay for itself, and it's going to pay for itself in ten years easily, if not less. And so he said, "Well, I never thought about it like that." He's like, "You think I, you think I'll say that?" I said, "Well, how much you spend on your electricity bill?" He's like, "You're right. I mean, my electricity bill is probably four thousand dollars a year." I said, "Well, three of it's your air conditioning unit, if not more," and that cut that in half, and that's probably what you say. So. You know, and, and a lot of people, you know, we, I hear it all the time. Hey, I'm going to wait till next summer. I want to get through one more year of summer. And I say, okay, but, you know, know that it's going to be 10% more next summer. That's just the way the world works nowadays. And I said, no, you're going to spend another $1,700 extra this summer in air conditioning. Like maybe save the money today and take advantage of it. Take advantage of the incentives. So, but, it, you know, it is an expensive purchase. You know, obviously we have plenty of financing options, many of which are 0% interest. And so, you know, if your unit is, you know, plus 10 years old, uh, we tend to say you're probably, if you get a decent piece of equipment, you're going to save about half of your, your air conditioning related energy bills. And your house is going to be a lot more comfortable than it used to be. I, you know, I always say it's going to be more comfortable. I didn't realize how much more comfortable it was until I bought variable speed <laughs> equipment for my house. And I said, holy cow, this is a whole different experience. You know, your house is, your air is going to be a lot cleaner in your house because you're going to have a better indoor air quality package. So... Todd, on, on this question, how much does it cost to run an air conditioner? We've got Bruce calling that has a, a, a specific question just on this topic. Bruce, welcome to Rosie on the House. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Very super fantabulous. Um, I have a question. Is um, I'm thinking of putting a mini split in my a one ton mini split in my garage, and, and I've never been able to figure out what it would cost me an hour to run it. It's um, it's uh, 12,000. So it's a one ton. And so, um, how yeah. would you guys know how to, how to figure the cost on it? You can, what or I would what say would run that that's going to be, obviously there's different types of one ton air conditioners. There's 15 sear ones and then there's 22 sear ones. Uh, there are some, if you go Google sear energy saving calculators, there's some different tools there that'll help you. I don't think it goes down to a one ton. It might, um, you know, if, if you shot me an email at service at rias.com, and you, you uh, told me which piece of equipment you're buying. There are ways to calculate that. It's going to take an algorithm that's probably longer than this radio show. <laughs> but I can, I can help you with it. If you want to shoot me an email, I'll give you, you know, a, a pretty close answer. 
And Bruce, it's uh, kind of like an air conditioning question I took last week. It's complicated to answer it on air sometimes. It depends on, uh, I would assume, your energy provider's TEP. Well, it depends on which buying plan you're on. But I can tell you this, with 100% certainty, when I converted my 1,800-square-foot garage from evaporative cooling to mini-split air conditioning, I saved money every single month. It cost me a lot less to air condition with a ductless mini-split in my garage than it ever did to cool it mediocre in August with an evap cooler. I'll never go back to an evap cooled garage ever. So I, uh, I many splits have the inverter technology that we're talking about. Oh. They were the first systems that started utilizing that. And then we brought it, the industry brought it into conventional equipment. So we're taking that inverter technology that started in mini splits and bring it to conventional equipment. And that's the product that we recommend. Uh, oh. Like I said, this new XV 17, it's 75 speed air conditioning unit. It's kind of a, a it's a it's a value driven variable speed piece of equipment. It's what if one of my friends asked me what to buy, that's what I would tell them they should buy. Okay, well, Bruce, I hope that helps, and I hope you'll take Todd up on the uh, invitation that if you'll send him a little bit more additional information, he'll have his team do a full assessment on what you could expect that unit to cost. But I'm going to tell you, as a homeowner that's experienced it, you're going to save money. All right, Todd, we've talked a lot about uh, the Inflation Reduction Act and the new technology that's come up to meet the benchmarks that that's set and why you can buy the best equipment on the market right now, the top engineered piece of equipment for a greater reduced amount. You're crazy to be thinking about single stage right now. Uh, I imagine there may be an instance where you could consider it. But uh, how would people get a hold of you for an appointment? And are you going to send a technician out to them, or are you going to send them a, 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 a <laughs> Well, a, a, <laughs> you know, unlike <laughs> the vast majority of air conditioning companies in Arizona, our, our technicians are out, compensated hourly. They're not commissioned sales technicians. What an interesting yeah. concept. Every, most of the companies in the Valley, they, they send a technician, they get paid zero. When they show up at your house and they get 20% of whatever they sell you. And what's ironic about that is those companies advertise help wanted ads and promote that in newspaper, in print. Yeah. And people still call them for air conditioning quotes. You're going to make $200,000. You come work here. You just got to sell $4 million worth of maybe necessary repairs. Uh, So our our website is reeis.com. Uh, if anybody wants to ask me a personal question, you can shoot it to service at rias.com. Uh, our phone number is 480-969-7500. We do have uh, team members on board today answering calls, and we're happy to set up a free consultation for you. If, if, you, want us to, if you want us to come out and take a look and show you what your options are, we're happy to do that at no cost for you. No pressure. Uh, if you want to go on the internet and look at different pricing and, and what the incentives are and what the functionality of the equipment is, you can go to reis.com and then you can go under specials. There's train offers and you can look at three or four different pieces of equipment and, and, and what they cost and what the, the discount rates are. What are you? What is that trained uh, individual? What are they going to be looking at when they show up at the house? What's the first things they start assessing to gather the information? 
to give the right equipment recommendations. So the, the most important thing about an air conditioning unit is not necessarily the air conditioning unit. It's actually how it's installed. Uh, the average piece of equipment, according to the National Comfort Institute, only delivers 52% of – I'm sorry, 58% of its cooling capacity, which means it loses 42% of its cooling capacity. And if, if I could interject one thought there, that's a national average. That's a national if average. If they did an Arizona-specific <laughs> study, it would be worse than that. Well, so that's what my gut tells yeah. me from the systems I've seen installed. Yeah. So air conditioning systems deliver their cooling capacity through airflow. And most of the duct systems we see are undersized in one way, shape or form. And it, the minute you reduce the airflow, you're reducing your cooling capacity. So we see units all the time that if you do something simple as like adding a return to it, uh, you're going to increase that airflow. You're going to increase the efficiency of the equipment. You're going to increase how much cooling is actually delivered inside the house. So there's a lot more to, you know, replacing an air conditioning piece of equipment than just the box, right? Like if a lot of these companies just focus on the box, we've got to look at how well your home prevents heat from coming in through your insulation. We've got to look at how airflow uh, how your system delivers airflow, you know, how the airflow in your duct system works. We're going to make sure your duct system is sealed properly. We're going to make sure it's sized properly. We're going to make sure you have proper filtration. The biggest challenge, I think, in air conditioning things in Arizona is everybody has undersized filters, and then they go buy the, yeah. the $18 uh, filter at Home Depot, and then they shut airflow off in the air conditioning system. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't. I, I use the analogy. That's like asking a marathon runner to run a race and only breathe through a straw. Exactly. The, the entire race. Just breathe through this straw. You'll yeah. you'll be fine. <clears throat> yeah, firefighter trying to put out a fire with a garden hose. Yes. Yeah. So, very similar. So, your air conditioning system, most air conditioning systems need some level of improvement related to the airflow. I will say that. So, I tell people all the time that call me, hey, I've got this quote for X on new air conditioning equipment. I don't even listen to the number. I don't ask them the brand name. I don't even ask who's I, – I ask questions like this. Well, did they – did they inspect the integrity of your ductwork? Right. No, they just walked outside, looked at the model number, and brought, brought me a proposal inside. Yeah. I said, you've got the wrong company at your house. Yeah. Uh, without a thorough inspection of everything you've got going on, uh, you're not getting the right equipment uh, recommended. So a house works like a system, right? So today we're talking about air conditioning. You know, an air conditioning system can only do two things. It can only, cre- it can only remove heat and remove moisture, right? That's its job. If the duct system isn't proper, you're not delivering that cool air and you're not del- and you're not removing that moisture. If your house isn't insulated properly, it doesn't matter how much heat you remove if you're constantly bringing heat in. So we've got to look at preventing heat from coming in, delivering the cold air, and making your air conditioning system perform properly. And when Uncle Ned was in the attic installing the sound around speakers in the living room and kneeled on the hard duct and opened a hole the size of an right. orange, somebody's got to Somebody's got to go up there and fix Uncle Ned's knee hole. Well, I would take it a step further. Uncle, Uncle Ned probably created an insulation failure because he pushed things aside. Yes, he did. A 10% failure in your insulation cuts your effective value in half. If your air can, Say if, that slower. I want, I, I want people to okay. hear this. A 10% failure in your insulation cuts its effective value in half. So, so if Uncle Ned goes and moves 15 square feet of insulation away from where he's going to cut this speaker hole... Yep. And then cuts the speaker, installs the speaker, and then goes downstairs. The insulation of that entire room is now 50%. Half. Yeah. You wonder why your room's hot because you put a speaker in. <laughs> I, I, and to, to your point, honestly, if your uh, air conditioning technician or, or someone, a comfort analyst, comes out to give you a proposal on air conditioning, if he doesn't have a thermal imaging camera with him, he or she, then he doesn't understand how air conditioning in homes work. 
That's a great point. We're going to be right back with Todd Russo from Rius. We're running out of time, but if you want to squeeze in a quick question, we do have an open line at one 767 Well, I hope you had your ears turned on, and I hope you had your thinking cap properly placed, because we just covered a ton of information. People's ears were turned on. Yes. But I had a complaint, Todd, that you talk too fast. <laughs> so I'm, sorry. I'm going to give out the phone it, number. There's a lot of information here. Well, they just wanted the phone number 602 562 8306 to get a hold of Todd. And if you go to, I checked it out, you just go right to Rias.com and you go under, I think it's specials at that top tab, and a drop down it says train, and you can see all the details of everything. Todd is talking about, and you can read it at your leisure. But I also want to tell you, Todd, I got a really sweet call from a Miss, uh, I won't tell you his last name, but Joe. Uh, he wanted, he said, I've told, I've called Todd's company many times because I've used him for many years. I had the train put on. I'm so very happy. Uh, but I want him to know how great Antonio is. So <laughs> he suggests that you, listeners, request Antonio because he's very, very good, and he wants to make sure that you hear it. And uh, it goes straight to your ears. So there you go. Mr. Antonio is yeah. doing a great job. Antonio is our second employee. Oh, wow. Still there? Oh, wow. He's a great guy. Fantastic. Well, thank, thanks for interjecting that. We've got to wrap this thing up. But like I say, when I started this segment, I hope y'all were listening. There's so much bad information. There's so much bad practice in the air conditioning industry right now. The only place you can be assured of safe, efficient recommendations is right here at Rosie on the House. Todd from Rias, I can't thank you enough for joining it. Can you say the phone number slow? Uh, our phone number is 480-969-7500. I think your lovely wife gave uh, our 602 number, which will get you to the same place. Okay. Uh, our, our website is reeis.com. If you have any questions for me and you want me to feel free to send us an email or quote us a call. And if you send an email to service at reis.com, I'll be happy to get back to you on Monday and give you any answer I can. And I think, you know, the takeaway I'd like the homeowners to know uh, from today's show is right now there's a window to buy a level of efficiency that may have always been beyond your financial capacity. But that new higher level of efficient equipment, due to certain incentives, manufacturer incentives, utility rebates, tax rebates, that equipment is available to the average homeowner now. You'd yeah. be crazy not to jump on this opportunity. Yeah, this summer I had a lot of friends. Hey, should I replace my air conditioner? I said, you know, you should definitely do it before the end of the year because one thing's going to happen. A, it's going to be more expensive next year. B, if you're going to take advantage of the high efficiency equipment, some of that is a tax credit in the form of six to two thousand dollars, six hundred to two thousand dollars. You're going to want to realize it this year and not wait another year for it. So, uh, you know, if it's something you're considering, it's definitely something you should start planning for. Uh, we do have a lot of financing options and. Truthfully, if, if you know, I, I gave you the example of a five-ton air conditioning unit, we have a cost savings measure we put on our website. I think we calculated based on the energy models that a five-ton air conditioning unit, if your unit's over 10 years old, it's, you're probably going to save somewhere in the ballpark about $15,000 over the course of the next 10 years, and the system's going to cost you twelve. Um, so a lot of times it is a good financial decision to make, and you know, there's nothing better than having a comfortable home. Sometimes people look at their July utility bill and they say, oh, man, the air conditioning cost me – what the bill was. Yeah. Tell people a simple way 
to figure out their summer air conditioning right. costs. So if you want to if you want to calculate your heating and cooling costs, uh, take your either March bill or October bill, figure out what that is. Let's say it's eighty bucks, right? So then uh, eighty bucks. Uh, let's say it's a hundred bucks. You'd have twelve hundred dollars is your base load. That's your you know your appliances and your lights and things, and then everything above that for the year is what your air conditioning costs. So if you're if your base load's twelve hundred and your utility bill's forty two hundred, your air conditioning is costing you three thousand bucks a year to run. Take March. Take especially this last March. Yeah, I mean it was your a, air conditioner wasn't running. No, no, and <laughs> and I would doubt if your heater was running. It was per take the bill that they sent you uh, for the power consumed in March. That's your base load. And so many people are on an equalizer right now. You might have to log oh, into your account, dive into each month, yeah. uh, and and really do some investigation because, you know, all the all the equalizers doing saying, hey, you know, it costs you thirty six hundred dollars a year. Divided so we're going to charge you three hundred bucks a month, and it's going to keep it make it easier for people to to absorb. It makes it harder for a homeowner to assess yes. return on investment. For Fair. energy improvements. But you can get there. It just takes a little extra learning and a sure. little extra and, and we're happy to help you with that and yeah. calculate how much you're spending on your heating and cooling and kind of show you what your options are related to how much you'd save. I want to tell Jerry and I want to tell Brian and I want to tell Cynthia, who are all three calls that we are not going to be able to get to here through the top of the hour. We've got your name. We've got your number. You will get answers to your question, even though we won't be taking it live here on air. That's what we do at Rosie on the House. We reach out to make sure anyone with a question is going to get an answer, and it's going to be Arizona-appropriate answer using our experience of growing up, building, and remodeling Arizona homes for 48 years. Appreciate you having me. I appreciate being part of the network. All right. One more time. The, the phone number and website for Rias. 480-969-7500, R-E-E-I-S.com. If you're in the market or you know someone in the market, you'd be crazy not to touch base with Rias before you do anything. Thank y'all. 10 o'clock hour coming up. Stay tuned.